Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Purely Is Not a Logical Fallacy. And in this case, it's abortion is not a logical fallacy because the world's gone to shit. And it happened like two hours after we finished recording our last episode. Yeah. So, yeah, we obviously didn't include it in that one because of time and how linear stuff yeah. works. But in a way, we should have seen it coming. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I, for yeah. Decades, really. Yeah, I mean, as as I said on Twitter, I, I I am somehow simultaneously not at all surprised and shocked to my fucking core. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's well, it's not surprising. It's it's not surprising to anyone who's been paying attention that this is what would happen and is happening. Uh, but and yet somehow it is still shocking. It is yeah, uh, yeah. shattering yeah. in its yeah. Um, yeah. impact. Uh, obviously, yeah. this is about the draft opinion uh, from the Supreme Court that was leaked to Politico um, uh, about the court overturning Roe v. Wade um, and dialing back um, the rights of, of pregnant yeah. people by 50 years. Yeah. 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 Um, in a way that really there's probably very, very little that can be done about it. Because uh, realistically, then the Democrats, no matter how hard they fight, they're not going to get the votes to, to get rid of the filibuster. So they're probably not going to be able to do anything legislatively yeah. to codify Roe. Unless of, significant yeah. things happen in the midterms. Yeah. Which isn't impossible, but it's almost impossible. Yeah. I mean, such a lot. They, they need us. They need to pick up such a lot of seats in the in the Senate yeah. to be able to. Well, make I guess that's that's why, in a way, they are not just restricting it from the Democrat with the Democrats talking about it. So um, Biden and Kamala Harris in talking about it, they're not just saying it's about. Well, actually, Biden, I think, has said abortion, the word abortion once in his entire presidency so far. <laughs> you know, they're not just saying it's an anti-abortion thing. They're saying what this will do is usher in um, the removal of other rights. And by doing that, they're trying to scare people into action or at least get people that would just vote on the on the part yeah of, yeah quite quite right we should be able to restrict what women do with <laughs> their bodies um but you know but it's getting a bit you know, oh you mean that that's just oh we can't use contraception or yeah can't you know it, it, uh, so the invasion of our privacy is at the heart of this yeah yeah you and know? i mean the, yeah. the the idea that this is just about women or people who can become pregnant uh losing their rights is is not the case obviously obviously yep. they are the most heavily impacted um but realistically um this will kill people this this will result you can't outlaw abortion you can't stop abortion you can you can make it illegal but you can't stop abortion yep. you can only stop safe abortion because yeah. abortion will continue, and it just as it did before Roe came along, but yep. people will die. Yep. And yep. while 
the death thing is going to happen to women, that has an impact on everyone around them. Their, yeah. Their, yeah. you know, partners, their family, their children, their parents, uh, you know, those people are impacted by that kind of thing happening in society. Not to mention so many things that are more hidden than just the obvious things about which are all already terrible. The obvious things are, the, yeah. are, are appalling and there's so many other hidden things. Even stuff like, um, according to uh, The Economists, uh, Stephen Levitt and Stephen Dubner, the two e- economists uh, who who wrote the book for economics and um, do the podcast and all of that kind of stuff, they reckon that crime as a whole basically was massively affected by Roe in a in a kind of positive way. Right. Crime went down dramatically yep. following Roe because um unwanted children born into poverty yep. statistically more likely to turn to crime, be involved in crimes and and so on. So when you yep. reduce that demographic, when you reduce the number of of people who are already on the poverty line um getting poorer because they have to have a child that they don't want and can't afford yeah um that's going to cause more problems in that kind of way that's going to cause more poverty more imbalance between rich and poor all of which ultimately leads to more crime societal problem um yeah but the thing is because there's the republicans are they don't give a shit about the the welfare of unwanted children and unmarried mothers they don't care what happens to them once they are given birth to and grown up and grow up in a they just they just want to make the fetus sacred you know every 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 child is sacred yeah it's about controlling women it's about um yeah i mean there's been so many reactions obviously to this everyone's reacting to it um yeah uh, but but one of the the things i i read that seems completely reasonable uh from a, a woman called uh Layla cohen on on twitter said is if it was about babies we'd have excellent and free universal maternal care you wouldn't be charged a cent to give birth no matter how complicated your delivery was if it was about babies we'd have months and months of parental leave for everyone we'd have free lactation consultants free diapers free formula if it was about babies we'd have free and excellent child care from newborns on if it was about babies, we'd have universal preschool and pre-K and guaranteed after-school placements. And it's true. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not yeah. about caring about babies and caring about children. Yeah. Um, and if and if it was about, and it's not about controlling, uh, what is it? Well, because because if the the the. The one that I read, it was like a, a text meme, was, uh, okay, so why don't we just give everybody, all, all men, all men of childbearing age, just give them a free vasectomy because it's reversible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when, when you want to have a, have a child, we'll reverse the process and we could do all that, do all that for free. Um, and so therefore you can't, get anyone pregnant until 
you decide you want to do that. And then they say, oh, oh, now there's uproar about controlling male bodies. Yeah. So if you flip it around, Doing it's, that. Not, it's not about babies yeah. and it's not about controlling the birth rate. It's actually just about controlling yeah, women. Yeah, doing that, doing the um, kind of enforced vasectomies on all men once, yep. once they hit puberty would be unbelievably effective, incredibly safe, significantly cheaper than any of the other options yep. out there. Um, yep. uh, yeah, it would basically solve the problem of abortion pretty much. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a fantastic idea in terms of all kind of you know impacts on society, economics, everything. It's just the fact that men are like, oh, yeah, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want you yeah. to control my no. body. You know, and that and there's also that I saw a cartoon of a a Republican elephant cop um, with a woman locked up in jail. And saying, "Can I borrow your my body, my choice sign <laughs> yeah. for my anti-vax rally?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, you were saying that Biden has been talking about the other rights that could be lost, and and kind yeah. of not scaremongering. Maybe I'm not sure, but that's that. If that is what you're saying, but I mean, it is a genuine concern, um, not yeah. just because. Moves have already been made in terms of things like contraception uh, in attempts to keep it out of Obamacare and attempts to, to um, yeah. avoid uh, businesses like Hobby Lobby, for example, having to pay for it um, on their insurance plans and things like that. So there's definitely yeah. an appetite for that kind of thing. Um, and the way this and is it, written, the way this, this yeah. opinion is written, very much opens that door. It it mm. it um, sets out the reasons why, in Alito's batshit opinion, um, yeah. it is yeah. Roe is not kind of backed up by precedent and other things. Yeah, um, and all of those. I mean, Griswold v. Connecticut, which is the contraception one. Um, yeah. Loving v. Virginia, which is uh, interracial marriage. Uh, Obergefell, uh, which is gay marriage. Um, you can just plug those in those those things in instead of abortion into yeah. the vast majority of this opinion and it fits exactly the because same it does it the, yeah, the arguments he, are the he same t- he's talking about the fact that the abortion stuff isn't deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition yeah, which is a bullshit thing he's completely made up yeah it's yeah. not and you kind of think <laughs> well hang on a minute because when which is in the fourth, the, his logic is that when the Fourteenth Amendment was passed in 1868, American law didn't recognise abortion as a fundamental right. Well, that's because it hadn't been monetized by doctors then. They were carried out as a matter of course by midwives who took care of births, took care of abortions. Nobody was worried about that, and then kind of medicine got got monetized and doctors wanted to get people into hospital and do all that kind of stuff and so therefore it became part of the the male domain of medical 
maternal health care, which had always prior to that, certainly when the 14th Amendment was, was passed, that was what women took care of. Midwives yeah. did yeah. that stuff. So, of course, it wasn't a fundamental right. But, I mean, well, also... The the well, argument neither was interracial marriage. The argument that we that used time. to oppress women and so we must continue to well, do so. To do so, yeah. And <laughs> and we used to segregate so, yeah. people by the colour of their skin Absolutely. so that they couldn't marry, so therefore we ought to go back to that because it's it's just it's that bullshit stuff of uh, you know, the founding fathers wouldn't have approved of Microsoft Windows eleven. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the the um, the cases that that Alito talks about in the opinion, um, when he's talking about overturning old decisions, um, and yeah. and looking at stare decisis, deciding whether the um, uh, an old case was uh, poorly decided and needs to be changed, and we've moved on as a society or whatever, they are yeah. I mean, he 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 talks about Brown v. Board of Education, which was the um, letting well, m- not allowing schools to be segregated, uh, which overturned Plessy v. Ferguson, which was the separate but equal equal law that said, you know, you, we don't have to treat everyone the same. Essentially, we don't they don't have yeah. to be mixed. They can we can make sure they're kept separate so long as one side isn't you know, unduly disadvantaged in some way, they, yeah. they're not allowed to mix or they're allowed to decide not to mix um, the, yeah. as, uh, from in the States. Brown v. Board of Education said, no, that was a terrible plan <laughs> and clearly yeah. unconstitutional. Um, and, and so he's trying to, to um, link this with overturning Plessy, with... With wow. Brown coming in and and saying, "Yeah, we made yeah. the wrong decision when we said it was okay to discriminate Could, and segregate." Yes, for continue to suppress. Yeah. but half but, of but the that population. and all of the other cases that he cites are about yeah. about oppressing people's rights, and the overturn yeah. expanded those rights, and this is exactly yeah. the opposite. The this is taking away a right yeah. that people have enjoyed for 50 years. Yep. And it's really the and, and only then... time it's been done. It's There isn't... Uh, well, I haven't been able to find another example of a situation where a, a large group of people, especially uh, a minority or a previously oppressed group or anything like that, have 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 been given a right... Been, I mean, that doesn't even sound... Right, because it's not. It is their fucking right. Yeah. It's their human right. Yes, exactly. They yeah. have. Yeah. You know the the yeah. law has been changed to recognise that right, um, and yeah. and then at some point that has then been taken away. It's fucking yeah. insane. And it, and you know and and at what point did the uh, Declaration of Independence and the the first Bill of Rights, which said all men are created equal, we hold this to be self evident. All men. Are, so. We, is that one going to be overturned? Because that's well, no, because you see that everything in the Constitution is sacred, and so the one of their main arguments is that it doesn't mention abortion in the Constitution. So therefore, right, we can do what therefore, we like. We, with we it. can we, do what yeah. we like. Well, that's that's because at the time that they were writing it, it wasn't 
considered yeah. to be a problem. I mean, there's a fuck ton it, of other done. things that aren't mentioned in the Constitution. Like yeah. marriage, yeah. for example. There's no right yes. to be married. Gay married or straight yeah. married or, you know, interracially yeah. or within your race. There is no right to marriage yeah. um, within... There's no right in the Constitution to a fair trial. You are... you. Yeah. There's a... It's encased within there is the right to a trial by jury or a, or a trial in general. Doesn't say anything about that trial being fair or that jury being a jury <laughs> of your peers. You have yeah. no right to be assumed innocent before you, uh, you know, unless proven guilty yeah. in the Constitution. Yeah. It's not fucking in there. Those are rights yeah. that everyone has that are given to you by, by Supreme Court cases. Yeah. Well, that and that's fundamental to the to the fears that if you're going to fuck about with this particular one just because you want to on the basis that it doesn't exist in the constitution or on the basis that in 1868 it didn't exist and was therefore not covered by the 14th amendment then presumed innocent until proven guilty is at stake too isn't it and, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, that seems to be the argument that Biden and yeah. Harris are making is that this stuff, it, you know, they're they're doing a slippery slope. Absolutely, yeah. I was just, argument. I was exactly just going to say that the, there is a yeah. danger of, of going in a direction of a slippery slope argument, um, yeah. and I think, I think the difficulty is that um, there have been clear indications from the right of wanting to move in that direction down that slope about a few things certainly there are plenty of right-wing voices right now talking about the possibility of of overturning obergefell v hodges um there are there are several there have been people talking about griswold v connecticut i i don't know if they'd go as far as loving that seems i mean clarence thomas would probably have to vote to annul his marriage to Jenny Thomas. I mean, exactly. he might do yes. it to own the libs. I don't, yep. I'm not going to put it yep. past him, yep. but um, <laughs> yep. that might be the point of, you know, it's like John Oliver says about slippery slopes. Where does it stop? Fucking somewhere. So, yes. So yeah. probably it stops before that. Probably yeah. it stops before things like, you know, Miranda rights and, and being presumed innocent and things like that. But there's nothing in this opinion to no. to avoid that to happening. indicate that it would or, yeah to say to, that this is limited. Yeah, it yeah. would be yeah. easy to use this as a precedent to say, mm. well, look, we did it with Roe. That you yeah. know, if if all of those points that were made in that in that you know majority decision, as it will be, um, are now Supreme Court precedent. I mean, yeah, fucking it. It completely overturns Roe, it overturns Casey, it overturns um, essentially the concept of stare decisis. It, it overturns the the use of precedent in the way that it has been used for certainly 30 years since Casey, uh, Planned Parenthood yep. versus Casey, um, uh, since it was kind of codified in, in that case to make it clear that if we have a Supreme Court that when new 
and you know a new administration comes in or new justices mm-hmm. come in, we can just go back on stuff we've said. There are they aren't rights if they can just yeah. be taken away yeah. from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, there's and there's also the the global impact to to consider as well. You know, if it's it's not just really bad for the US, it's probably really bad for just on that very basis that there are rights that are established well not in law but in precedent and upheld by the supreme court for 50 years which then because of mitch mcconnell's you know long game of filling up the 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 supreme court with right wingers sufficient to enact his evil schemes and take those rights away what does that say to the rest of the world yeah particularly like Poland, who have brought in very strict anti-abortion laws and the EU are taking them to task because Poland is a member of the European Union. The EU is taking them to task. And if Poland turns around and goes, well, America's done it, why should we listen to you? We're going to follow America. You know, the, the land of the free, ha-ha. And I mean, fucking Ireland. To uh, out, yeah, allowed yeah, abortion. Have made, have, yes, exactly. <laughs> just yeah. Oh yeah. Christ! You just this is yeah. It's it, America is supposed to be part of the civilized world, and and they are they are backing yeah, I've away not ever from really that. Really felt that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not really. Ever, yes. Oh. Yeah. They're supposed to be, yeah, but it's always been, it's always been a battle of the well. Because Mitch McConnell's been at this for decades, so it's always been a battle of, you know, well, Reagan was an anti-abortionist, Bush was, Trump certainly was, the other Bush was. Reagan, Reagan you know, was governor it, of California when California in, enacted their um, laws allowing abortion. Yeah, yeah, but then he changed his mind because it got him into well, power uh, trump, trump, oh yeah trump used to be the, pro trump, choice yeah 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 but then yeah exactly, yeah you know that and the, just, but crap. yeah i mean I, it, I just i just wanted to address a couple of the other things that the alito's yeah. um decision said or opinion said um for one he makes it mentions a few times um the first is on page six i think um where he talks about the fact that um, kind of Roe and Casey were, well, the implication is that they that part of their intent was to kind of kill the debate over abortion, uh, like it would settle it for in for right. pe- Americans' opinions if if the law was passed right. to say yeah it's fine. Um, and and he says, far from bringing about a national settlement of the abortion issue, Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened division. Which, first of all, so what? <laughs> yeah. And secondly, exactly. No, yeah. it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What, I, I actually, it was quite difficult to find polls that go back pre-Roe for for america's um right. kind of opinions on on whether abortion should be legal for for everyone because they've been asking yeah. for years now should it be uh, legal in all cases legal in most cases 
illegal in most cases or illegal in all cases. Um, and so you can yeah. find that for from kind of the 90s onwards. I did, I have found um, a study from the 70s, uh, which is called Public Support for Pro-Choice Abortion Policies in, in the um, Nation and States. Um, and that indicates that in June of 1972, so pre-Roe, uh, 48% yep. were in favour of abortion um, and 43% were opposed and 9% weren't sure. Um, and it, that same study that that ran from 1972 to 1979. So, and, and it basically gradually crept up during that time. So post row, it went up to 60% in favor of, uh, abortion being legal and 37% against. So wanting yep. it to be generally illegal. Um, so that's the, it, it, didn't deepen division or inflame debate during that period. What it did is it, it made more people think, okay, yeah, we think it should be legal. That's a good right and, to have. And that yeah. 60 to 40-ish percent has yeah. basically remained stable since 1979 through to now. So it really hasn't yeah. changed a great deal. But what is the case is that the question is always asked in that specific way. What do you, you know, do you think it should be legal in all cases, legal in most cases, illegal in all cases, illegal in most cases? Um, there was a um, poll done by uh, Teresa Undem for Vox uh, where, because she noted she'd been studying this for, for about 10 years and looking at Pew uh, reports and talking to the people who are, polled by Gallup and all that kind of stuff and what she found was that a lot of the people who said it uh, that abortion should only be legal in cases of rape and incest or or the kind of danger to the mother's health when you then ask them about Roe and should Roe be overturned they in many cases did not feel that it should be and when you ask them about the more oppressive bills that are brought in in places like texas and and stuff like that they they are uncomfortable yep. with them and against them even though theoretically those laws would be changing it to what they've Without said what, they think yeah yeah it should be yeah um, yeah and and what yeah. she found in fact was that it was um of people who say abortion should be legal only in cases of rape abuse or if the woman's health is at risk 53 percent of those people oppose overturning roe v wade so wow. it the the 60 40 in favor of abortion being legal in all or most cases is actually significantly higher when it turns to the question of do you think roe is a good law and mm. and we should keep it and then you're getting towards 80 yep. percent of people uh in wow. america and yep. that is why the Republicans are not crowing about this and saying, yes, we've done it. We finally achieved what we've been trying to do for years. Yeah. Instead, yeah. they're focusing on the fact that this opinion was leaked and saying, this is terrible. Mm. This is the worst thing that's ever happened in America. Um, yeah. It's yeah. much worse yeah. than the fact it, that, that, that 160 million yeah. people have, uh, has, have radically have yeah. their, had their rights yeah. changed. 
Um, or that, or that the previous president was impeached. Twice. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing, none of that. Things like that. This is, yeah, I think yeah. Lindsey Graham said this is the worst thing that's happened in the Supreme Court or something like that, which you know, wow, ignores so many terrible Supreme yeah. Court things, yeah. <laughs> like the like the previous three well, like, nominees, like Dred Scott, or like yeah. you know, just so many bad yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just insane. Um, uh, another thing that um, was in the... I mean, this is just a lie. Um, this right. is page 23. Alito says um, he's basically trying to... This is in his part where he's pointing out that, you know, it's been illegal in the past. Yes, OK, it's been legal right. for 50 years. But before that, it was illegal for a lot longer. So, so that is the precedent and we should go back to that. Which is fucking what? insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he says, yeah. Um, uh, by the end of the 1950s, according to the Roe Court's own count, statutes in all but four states in the District of Columbia prohibited abortion, however and whenever performed unless done to save or preserve the life of the mother. Weird that he picked by the end of the 50s, given that Roe was 1973. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the next paragraph says, this overwhelming consensus endured until the day Roe was decided. No, it fucking didn't. During those 20, uh, well, 13 years, from the end of the 50s to, the, to yeah. 1973, 13 states made it legal in yeah. various cases, um, certainly yeah. in cases of rape and incest, and, and um, I think it was too specifically uh, for the health of the mother but didn't have exceptions for rape and incest, and the others all had all those those exceptions so it is absolutely not true to say that there was an overwhelming consensus among the states more than a quarter of the states by 1973 had already decided yes we should definitely allow this um wow so why is why is nobody pointing that out where are where is the yeah but there was one protest that i was hearing is saying why aren't you doing it democrats (laughs) Why, why is nobody talking about that? I mean, like at the moment, a, a, lot of people a, are, a lot of people are, are breaking this down. Um, I mean, obviously, as you would expect, opening arguments did a fantastic immediate yeah. bonus uh, episode yeah. about this. Yeah. Like the day it happened, Andrew somehow read the 60-page thing in like five minutes and went, okay, here's what's yeah. going on. Um, well, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, various various podcasts are doing it. Various websites are doing it. People are out on the streets protesting. Yeah. Um, it's going to take probably a little while to figure out where everything stands and if there is any any hope of anything making a difference. You know, people like yeah. people like Elizabeth Warren are are saying yeah, there are yeah, things yeah. we can do and we need to do them and we need to to codify Roe now. Yeah. and and yeah. this is how we do it. Yeah. And and arguably, it's a bit naive without. With, you know, Joe Manchin's already come out and said he's not up for nuking the filibuster over this. He he disagrees with the decision, but the new the filibuster is so important that we can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, I mean, Susan Collins and and Lisa Murkowski, uh, who I also don't think will actually vote to to make a change on the filibuster because of this because they're they're still in favor of it but they have they have both come out as shocked and concerned about the fact that they were lied to by um 
well, all three. I mean, Gorsuch, uh, Kavanaugh, and Amy yep. Coney Barrett all said it's settled law. There's nothing we can do about yep. it. I, I'm, yep. Gorsuch specifically said it's the law of the land, and I accept the law. Um, yeah, yeah. But and so, so Susan Collins came out. Well, that's not what they said when I spoke to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. shocked that they've completely done what everyone said they would do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, from the moment that they were nominated. Yeah. yeah. And and I guess the other thing that um, that is happening is that Biden and Harris are saying this is a fundamental uh, erosion of people's rights um, and an invasion of their privacy ahead of the midterms. Yep. Um, such so, so much so that Fox presenter um, was it Tommy Lauren said. Yeah, they politicised it, and will and this will bring about an insurrection. Yeah, yeah, they by getting people yeah. to vote. And you go, no, no, that's that's just called an election. <laughs> well, yeah, Ari Alexander and Mike Huckabee on Fox both called the leak an insurrection, which I wow. think is just yeah. they're trying to like they they'll call a banana an insurrection because if it yeah. doesn't mean anything, then you can't use it against them. If the yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a bit like in uh, British politics, they're saying that Starmer's having a beer and a curry is as bad as Boris Johnson organising <laughs> 10 parties yeah, yeah. with wine. And the problem is Starmer, well, this is kind of my worry about Biden and Harris, Starmer is just incapable of saying, well, no, that's just wrong. Yeah. It's fucking it, frustrating. It's that, I haven't that, been yeah. found guilty by the police and the Prime Minister has yeah. and there are yet more fines to be forthcoming. He's just incapable of doing that because he's shit on telly. Yeah. And that's the that's the thing, you know, about the right wing. They might be they well, you know, they they're complete I nearly went Reductio ad there and there, <laughs> they're you know they're absolutely brilliant at PR. The the right wing in the UK and in the US, they they can keep it short, short and snappy. I mean, we talked about it before. You know, it's the, left, the audience. That's the thing. The audience. A bit more their audience is easy yeah. to pander to. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. That it's. I don't know they that they're necessarily say, better at it. It's just yeah, it, yeah. They have an easier well, job. And I guess that they know that. And they know yeah. that it just needs a three-word slogan, yeah. you know, and and you just need to wink at their camera and go, you know what I mean? They're just like that, aren't they? Yeah. You wouldn't expect anything more. But the left are a bit more nuanced than that. They kind of want to be a bit more... Evidence-based. Uh, yeah, a bit more truthful. <laughs> a bit more thinking you know, before that. they speak. Yeah. Not, and it doesn't... Yeah. And then you uh, have people yeah. like Matt Gates on the other side who tweeted, yeah. how many of the women rallying against overturning Roe are over-educated, underloved millennials who sadly return from protests to a lonely microwave dinner with their cats and no Bumble matches? Wow. Because... Because, because wow. fuck it, let's just be honest, it's about hating women. <laughs> so why yeah. not just yeah, do yeah. it why not just hate front, women loudly on yeah. your Twitter feed? Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, for Matt hate Gates, women. overeducated women are presumably anyone who's past, what, like 10th grade? 
It's exactly, yeah. It's gonna yeah be a pose a threat to him. Yeah. 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 I was fucking to hell. a Oh, Can I just say, for the record, yeah. there's no such yeah. thing as an overeducated anyone. Education no. is fundamentally a good thing. Yes, you <laughs> can't have too much education. You know, far be it from us to say that politicians ought to be a bit more educated yeah. than they are. You know, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can go to good schools. And still be an undereducated oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got yeah. one. You know, the prime criminal is is a, a case in yeah. point. Education you know? is not all about your formal schooling. <laughs> no, no. You can be educated in yeah. in in other ways. Yeah, yeah. And there's Starmer, who is highly educated. So, you know, he's a proper qualified um, lawyer, not a charlatan like. Johnson, and yet he's shit at PR. Mm. Whereas Johnson, if he's learned nothing, he's learned how to spin a good yarn and, you know, talk bollocks sufficient for people to think, oh, yeah, he's a bit of a card. He's a bit of, somebody said that to me today. He's a, he's a bit of a ticket, isn't he? He's a bit of a card. And I went, no, <laughs> he's a fucking narcissistic charlatan that's screwing us all over. Please don't say that. So... Yeah, but I was also speaking of other speaking of weirdos. Um, I was listening to an interview that Louis Theroux did with John Ronson about John Ronson's podcast, and he's done this uh, podcast uh, called "Things Fell Apart," and it's probably available on BBC dot com. And one of them is about um, so it's all about the the culture wars, and one of them is about pro-life and pro-choice and he traces the that war between the two positions to a um 1960s switzerland and a and a guy who wants to become a film director who makes this film um kind of a documentary about somebody presenting the arguments for and against abortion and it goes out and it's not picked up. And then somebody in the press picks it up and then it becomes an issue. So prior to that, right-wing evangelicals, absolutely fine with it or, you know, not not fine with it. And then this film came out, it disappeared, and the director kind of tries to get the story picked up in the press to give himself some exposure and that's where it took off. So it was invented by us. The pro-life, whole pro-life, pro-choice argument, yeah. culture war was invented by a Swiss wannabe movie director. You've got to watch those movie directors. <laughs> Dodgy people. So, yeah, look look it up. It's a really good... Um, it, well, John Ronson is excellent anyway, but is a, um, he often guests on NPR, actually. Mm. Um and so it's called Things Fell Apart. So the and it's like the history of of the culture war that's culminated in you know white misogynist, undereducated, overpaid, underqualified, overzealous men get to make the choice about other people. That's that's where we've ended up. And the the other meme that I saw 
that popped up in my feed unexpectedly was like it's like a children's book because we've been looking at uh, books being banned mm. and so now this is like a, it was a first little golden book and it's called it's my uterus now <laughs> and it's got a friendly elephant um wearing a republican t-shirt and he's like waving and holding a uterus in his trunk and a little girl is crying in front of him uh, and you go well yeah there you go that's republican school curriculum reading mm. you know you can get rid of things about unicorns you know or it's it's difficult to, to you know to, do i smell funny written by a skunk can't have that so this is what it's replaced with it's my uterus now and then the other brilliant brilliant um placard i saw is we need to talk about the elephant in the womb yes that is good yeah yeah so um yeah i mean that's really all we have to say about this now i guess yeah but we will obviously keep tabs on this moving forward and yeah. we will be very much encouraging people to vote. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and you know, trying to do whatever we can to encourage people to, to do that and to help get out the vote as well. And in the meantime, if you have the ability and want to do something uh, that can help people who are already in need of of help with with access to reproductive care there is a um a charity in atlanta called um arc southeast access reproductive care southeast it's the charity that um the american atheist conference were raising money for this year um and it and they help support um southerners to receive safe and and um compassionate reproductive care including abortions uh so that uh, that kind of charity and people like them are going to need more help yeah um at the moment uh because although this law won't come into effect for a while it will be affecting people's decisions already and affecting uh the kinds of um advice they get i expect from yep. Uh, yeah. their their existing healthcare providers and and the kinds of probably harassment that they will encounter if they try to go to places uh, especially in states where it's already restricted and they're bringing in quickly bills to do more restriction so um that's a a place that is a good thing to support and uh, and we'll be looking out for other places that we can recommend um that that you can help as well Yep. Meanwhile, thanks for listening. And yes. we'll see you for yeah. hopefully more jolly next episode. Yeah. And and just get out and vote in the midterms. Oh yeah, yeah. Just do it now. For just Christ just don't sake. don't wait till November. Go yeah. and vote immediately. Vote, vote now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>